Okay, hello and welcome to another episode of Hiring and Inspiring. Today's guest is Ryan McCartney. Ryan is an entrepreneur, a sales professional, uh, and a fellow uh, Melbourne resident, uh, and also uh, you know, a connection of mine from, from LinkedIn, and we've uh, had a bit of a connection recently. He's just started up his, uh, his own business, um, and I'm looking forward to having a chat today with him, finding out a bit more about what he's been up to, how it's all going, what the vision is, and uh, you know, just getting stuck into a, a few uh, sort of sales-related topics. So, Ryan, with that introduction, welcome to the show. How are you getting on? Yeah, beautiful, Joe. Thank you. Uh, thanks for that kind introduction. Um, yeah, look, everything's been uh, been going quite well so far. Um, yeah, well, I, as, as you just touched on before, um, I watched a lot of your videos on LinkedIn, and I, I love the way you sort of conduct podcasts, so I thought I'd... Uh, get in on the on the ground level before you get a bit too big as uh, as we spoke about just before so <laughs> but um yeah look i um i'm a i'm a sales professional um i've uh, i've been in sales for about 12 years now um essentially i've i've started a, a business called hunter sales academy that's pretty much uh, what i've started so far yeah yeah Brilliant. Well, most, you're most welcome, mate. And I'm not sure about before we're getting too big. <laughs> I'm not sure this, let's let us start. You know, let's start in the present. You have recently launched uh, this business, Hunter Sales Academy. Yeah. For, for those who may don't know, you know, maybe include myself. Mm-hmm. What is Hunter Sales Academy, and and how do you and how do you help people? Yeah. Sure. So look. Hunter Sales Academy is uh, it's, on, it's 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 a training program that I've, I've created. It's a training business. Essentially, the goal is is to get more people into sales. Um, so we train um, anyone from any walks of life. They could be um, a graduate to a to a school leaver um, to somebody that wanting to wanting to change jobs. Um, essentially, we train them. We give them all the skills they need, uh, and then we place them into uh, into their first role as well. So we look after everything from prospecting to closing um, to um, networking to you know how to, how to close deals more effectively. Um, we we we, look, we pretty much give them the tool, the tool set they need to uh, perform uh, as soon as they get their first sales job. Yeah, gotcha. So is it like a sort of B to C? You could sell to essentially anyone. You're not you you pitching this at businesses or are you pitching this at you know. Uh, anyone who fancies a bit of bit of sales training, really. Yeah, so look, it's a, it's an interesting concept, Joe, because the sales training is completely free. I don't charge my students at all, right? So it's it's, it's free sales training. It doesn't cost them anything. So it's actually open to to anyone that wants to get into sales. Um, and essentially, it's free training. It's it's about three it's about three weeks long. Uh, we do two week uh, of online 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 training, and then we do one week of of role playing as well to make sure they're they're drilled and ready to go. Um, but yeah, it is open to, to everyone. Uh, I, I wanted to make it that way as a free, uh, only because of sort of how my how I started my sales career. Um, I wanted it to be available to anybody that you know thought they wanted to get into sales, or you know ever, ever, ever met somebody that was in sales as well. So that's the reason why I sort of positioned it that way. And as a business, and I've got to ask you, know, how, how is it? How's he going to sort of make money? How's the yeah? What's the business, I guess behind it? Absolutely, absolutely. So, essentially, how we make money is we we, we train them uh, and then we place them into organisations that need entry level sales staff. But we don't just leave them. Uh, we support we support them all the way through 
uh, through to probation. So we do weekly week, weekly sales calls with them, weekly coaching. So we pretty much we pretty much look after them all the way until they pass probation. Yeah. So it's all, all you know similar to recruitment, I guess. So you're, you're is that how yeah. you're making the, the money you're you're getting a fee? Uh, well, essentially, essentially, yeah. Correct, correct. Joe. It, look, it would be similar to recruitment mm. in terms of contracts we have with companies that need entry level sales stuff. But yeah, but what we do, um, I think the difference is is that support that we have on the back end. So with recruitment, and look, it might be different in your business, Joe. But as you know, you place somebody, and you, you normally have a caveat on them if they drop out in the first thirty days or six months, uh, you replace that candidate. Uh, we, we have something similar, but we're in their back pocket the whole the whole way through. So from three months to six months, we're there the whole way. Yeah. So and look, and that, that's where the business really came from, right? If you, if you look at um, if you look at sales statistics and, and, and dropouts of, of new salespeople, so I think thirty eight percent of new salespeople drop out of their job within the first year. Um, if you look at the first ninety days, so the first three months, about forty five percent of them of that thirty eight percent drop out within the first three months. So if I can uh, help in any way to sort of improve that retention rate of the new sales staff uh, with the ongoing support that we provide at, at HSA, um, that's pretty much the, the vision of the business, Chuck. Yeah, just, just going off on a bit of a tangent there, but that was interesting. So that high dropout rate, why do you think that is? Why do you think so many, you know, I guess people don't make it or make the cut or whatever? Look, I think it, it comes down to quite a few different reasons. Obviously, some people just aren't cut out for sales. That's at, that's, that, that's a black and white way to look at it. Uh, another way is, you know, sales is hard enough, right? You know that I know, you know, Joe, I know as well. When you get into a new sales role, especially if you haven't done it before, um, you know, it's a, it's a very steep learning curve, right? You know, you got to jump on the phone, you've got to prospect, you've got to handle objections. You, you, you know, you would have handled objections in your, in your life, but, you know, constant no's and no's, you know, it, it really grinds people down. Um, so I think it's, you know, and companies do obviously offer training and support, uh, but they can only offer so much because at the end of the day, when they hire a sales staff member, um, for a company, it's, it's how quick can we get them on the phone? How quick can we pay back our investment? Right? So, you know, the average company is spending around sort of $3,000 in training on their staff. But after that, you know, it really just comes down to, well, if you're not meeting it, then you're not meeting it. Right. So at the end of the day, so, th and this is again, just to tie back into sort of, um, why, why I'm doing this as well is that we, we, we want to set them all up for, for everything before they get to the, that entry point. Um, ideally, the, the, the idea is, is that um, we partner with companies um, and then we take some of their sales methodologies, some of their training on, into our training. So essentially, we, we can shorten their onboarding. So I suppose um, higher to phone from, from say three weeks or, or a month to maybe two weeks. Um, so again, Mm. They can get on the phone quicker. The company can make money quicker. These these people are supported uh, a lot quicker as well. Um, and just to touch on that as well, um, with why people drop out, they are getting support from the companies. I understand that. I'm not I'm not, I'm not underselling that or undervaluating that. Um, but again, some of these some of these people that are starting with new companies, they don't want to ask the the silly questions. They don't want to look dumb. You know what I mean? And that's. That, that's where that's where, where where the sort of second voice in the background that they can ask, they can bounce things off, we can help them with as well. So we we, yeah. we want to sort of hold their hand. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. So uh, early days, then just going back to your business, early mm. days, I appreciate. It, but how is it going so far? You know, how are you finding it? Yeah, look, look, it's going really well. Our training's been received quite well. We've I've got about fifteen students at the moment. That's that's going through the training. Um, yeah. it, is, it is good. We're I'm obviously 
getting getting people from all different walks of life that have never done sales before. Um, some people have, have have entered the course and thought, you know what, this is not for this is not for me, and that's and that's great as well, right? So because at the end of the day, sales isn't for everybody. Um, if, look, if, if if it was easy, Joe, everyone would be doing it. Like what what could be more cushy than you know sitting on your computer making sales and, and getting paid commission? You know, it's no, on paper really. on paper it looks awesome, doesn't it? But um, but we know that you know it's it's long hours. Uh, it's a lot of sort of uh, resilience that you need. But it's a it's it's a skill that um, sets you up for life, I think. Yeah, gotcha. Um, so, what's the sort of plan to to grow the business? Uh, and I appreciate early days, like I said. Yeah. What What's the sort of vision? Where do you see this? Where do you see this going? Yeah. So, look, essentially, uh, within the first year, we want to um, we want to place. Um, we're looking anywhere from sort of fifty to eighty students uh, into into mm. entry level sales roles. Um, that's the forecast for the first year. Whether we'll make it there or not, who knows? You know, a forecast is a forecast, Joe. Um, exactly like the sales target, yeah. I suppose. But um, yeah, look, it's th that's essentially where we want to go. We want to get, um, you know, with, with obviously iterations, we want to get better and better at our training. Um, we want to build better relationships with the businesses that we're, we're placing our staff in. Um, and that sort of builds onto the back of what I was saying before about, um, you know, using using some of their method methodologies and some of their practices uh, in the training of our staff so they can get on the phone quicker. Yeah. And where are you sort of finding that most of your time is going at the moment? Are you just trying to get the business off the ground? Are you trying to, is it winning your clients? Is it, yeah, is it working on the training? Is it delivering the training? Is it, you know, I guess I can imagine you're sort of maybe getting pulled a little bit all over the place. Where's most of your time being spent? Yeah, absolutely. Well, at the moment, yeah, I've, I'm, I'm doing everything. I'm, I'm creating the training, delivering the training, onboarding the students. Um, yeah. You know, doing, doing business development myself, obviously. Um, you know, and just trying to pull yeah. it all together. So it's a bit of a, have you ever seen that expression of the, the chef carrying too many, uh, too many plates or spinning plates? It's a, it's a bit like that. You don't want any of them yeah. fall to the ground, but you know, some, some of them fall to the ground and you're like, oh, well, yeah. you know, you, you learn something from that, you know? So, but, um, yeah, look, it's, it's exciting. It's exciting. It's sort of, uh, that's what I've always wanted to do is, is sort of get more people in sales. Um, you know, it's, it's provided a good life for yeah. me and, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to the future. In, in terms of that future and growing the business, moving it forward, what do you see your biggest challenge to the, what do you want to sort of forecast there? Yeah, so I think um, our biggest challenge will be um, scaling, I suppose, um, only because I'm a, a sort of a one-man band at the moment. Um, scaling to get enough businesses on board. See, we, I don't have an issue with, with students. We've got as we've got 15 students going through at the moment, I've got another 50 that uh, we're about to sort of get on board. We've got very good students coming through. Um, it's just about um, you know meeting that need in the market as well. And what you know, what made you do this? You know, you had a you had a corporate sales job before. Mm -hmm. um, I'm always interested in when you know people do do something like this and just start their own thing. And um, yeah. You know, what, what was the sort of the, the uh, you touched upon you know, your your vision? You love helping salespeople and, and doing. Yeah, that, but where did that sort of come from? I guess. Yeah, so I look. I've so just a little bit about my my background, Joe. So I um I was a I was a school leaver. I dropped out when I was I think I was about fifteen years old. I was quite young, um, and I sort of didn't know had no direction in life. Didn't really know what I was doing. I had about I think I had three apprenticeships that I that I tried out, and um, that didn't work for me. 
Um, and then I had, I had my first sales job when I was about 19. Uh, I quit that within two weeks. <laughs> it wasn't for me. Uh, then I had another sales job. Again, wasn't for me. And then the third sales job actually clicked. Something clicked in my mind and, and it sort of worked really well. But um, and ever since then, I've, I've built quite a good career out of sales. But the, the reason why I, I wanted to start this was not only because, you know, I, I pretty much started from nothing as well. Um, so I want to help other people that um, don't, may not have a clear career path, may not have qualifications and degrees. You know, salespeople or, uh, as a whole, they're sort of a, a bit of misfits, a bit of oddballs. Um, I sort of want to help them. Um, but not only that, um, every time I was, I found myself whenever I was in a social setting or, you know, going to, down the pub or, you know, meeting some friends um, and, and people would ask me, you know, what, what do I do for a living? And I'd say, look, I'm in sales. And everyone was, you know, very interested in, in, in sales. And I always used to get the comment, oh, you know, I, I, I thought I could do sales or, or, or I, you know, oh, I wish I could do sales or, you know, I tried it, it wasn't for me. Um, every time I, I spoke to somebody about that, I, I found I was, I was always trying to pers uh, pers persuade them into getting back into sales. And I was always saying, look, whatever you need, you know, if it's, if it's tailing your resume to get the sales job, if it's, uh, you know, pre-work for, for your sales interview, I'll help you. If it's when you get the first script, I'll tell you exactly how to, how, how to use it. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll help you through your whole journey. So I was just doing that naturally, Joe. And I thought, um, you know, it's definitely one of my passions to, to sort of help people anyway. And I, I sort of put two and two together. And I thought, well, um, you know, I can, I can sort of check both, both boxes. So there wasn't that sort of moment where, you know, you hear some people who start their own thing where they're just sort of fed up of the, you know, the corporate um, you know, being on that hamster wheel or whatever, that they just like oh, enough of this. I'm gonna go. Do oh that. no, no, no! It sound like it was quite like that. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. That was definitely, uh, definitely one part of it. I've wanted this. I've actually wanted to start a business for, for about ten years as well. I just never. I was one of those guys, Joe. Had had a lot of ideas, but you know, an idea doesn't get you very far. Um, and sort of, yeah. And and again, you know, I've, you're right. Being on the corporate hamster wheel, like I, you know, the last the last company I worked for uh, was a great company. They. They, they, they developed me in, into the salesperson and the, the sort of person I am today. Um, but again, you know, I've, I've always wanted to work for myself and um, this sort of just, yeah, just sort of worked that way. Yeah, I've always thought about that, you know, because uh, for me, I've never quite felt like I've had that entrepreneurial spirit. I, I'm, I'm okay. You know, I've never, I've, ne I've never felt that, I guess, but I'm always interested when people... Have you always had that? Have you always had that? That um, you, you've kind of always it seems like you've always known at one point you're gonna yeah. do your own thing. Yeah, I, look, I have. I ever since I was probably you know 18, I've I've always sort of felt that way. I um I remember, I think um yeah when I when I just got into my um, third sales job from the other two ones that I quit quite early on, I was I wanted to I wanted to build a website yeah. called called noxp.com.au. So and essentially what the website was was going to be a website just for no experienced jobs. So for people that don't have an experience to, to, to apply to these jobs. Um, and that, and it was funny, I was thinking, I was thinking about that the other day and I sort of, sort of all come around sort of full circle because that's sort of a bit of, a, a bit of what I'm doing at the moment is, you know, getting people with no experience in sales and training them up. So yeah, I, I have always thought that way. It, it's funny that you say that you don't have that, um, entrepreneurial, so entrepreneurial spirit. I, um, I was having a conversation with my friend the other day and he was like oh look you know congratulations on, on starting something he said look i would not ever want to start a business and it was funny the way that you the way that you phrase mm -hmm. it to me i was phrasing i had the same thought in my mind thinking what do you mean <laughs> like what do you, what do you mean you're, you're just happy to take a job you know what i mean mm -hmm. that's it so it's that's what i suppose it works sort of both ways absolutely yeah for sure 
And just going back then to something else you were talking about when you were, you know, say down the pub with your mates and, um, mm-hmm. you know, sort of you were trying to convince them, um, you know, to get into sales and maybe that, because it, it's something I've had, right? You know, where yeah. people have been like, oh, I can never work in sales. Oh, I can never, I can never do, you know, a sales job or whatever. And, I, and I've thought about it and it's like, I don't know if you agree with this. I just think, well, I say to them, well, you know, life is sales, right? What, whatever, you know, everything you're doing. And I was like, what, what, what do you what do you think you're doing when you're trying to you know convince your mates to go out for a beer on a Saturday night or when you're you know chatting up that girl at the bar like that's you're selling every every moment of the day in life so it's, I don't know if that's something that resonates with you like life is is, is sales so the people who don't necessarily think that they're um, in sales have kind of got it wrong because you're <laughs> you're selling all the time is that something you agree? yeah absolutely absolutely it's so true right every every transaction that you you do with any business has some sort of sales, you know, some 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 form of sales. And if you go to, mm. you know, the age-old one is you go to McDonald's, uh, every time you, you order something, they ask you to upsize it. You know, you, you don't know who you're being sold to then, but you are. You know, that's a yeah. part of their processes. If you you go to a flight, <laughs> you got to book your your tickets for your, your holiday at a flight agent. You know, all of a sudden they've got all these great ideas for tours and add-ons, and you think, you know, oh, they're just helping me. You know, they're selling you. <laughs> they're, getting, they're getting more money for everything yeah. that they add, they add on, right? So, I think. Yeah, for the people that um, say, oh, you know, I could never get into sales or anything like that, um, I don't think they, they, they fully understand that. Yeah, you're, you're right. So every, everything is sales. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And it's a good way to look at things as well, because yeah. if you think everything is sales, then you can sort of, you can start sort of seeing, um, you know, what different businesses or different people are doing to sort of get you, um, you know, as I said, it could yeah. be, you know, talking to your girlfriend to try and go to the, the pub on a Friday, now that's still sales. You're still selling something, right? So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, if you think reflect on your, you know, your corporate career and your corporate sales, you know, the, the, the companies you work from, what do you, what do you feel that you've maybe learned from those experiences that is now helping you in, you know, the new role with the new business? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, look, I've learned. Um, I've definitely developed the way that I sell. I because I've worked in so many different roles, like I've sold um, commission-only roles, I've sold advertising on bar runners, I've sold employment innovations, I've sold tech, I've sold SaaS. I've pretty much rolled it all into. I've got a, I've got a pretty good understanding of, of sort of most uh, sorry most spaces uh, in the sales world. Um, I also also took a lot from um, my, my last couple of managers that I had at my last job. They they sort of taught me a lot about what it takes to sort of lead a team. Um, what what a lot. I suppose a lot of a lot of what it takes to lead people, um, you know, obviously, you know, being a salesperson and, and then you know managing people, they're they're, they're two different things. But um, you know, the old traditional way is you know micromanagement and, and things like that. But you know, I, that that way never really worked with me with with managers. They always sort of manage me a different way, and um, I'm sort of in, encompassing that into my business as well. Um, and I think at the end of the day, it all when it comes to that, I don't want to go on a tangent, but it all just comes down to um, playing to your team's strengths. So, you know, everybody has their own strengths. And if you can, if you can highlight that and you can validate that, um, you're going to get the most out of your team. Um, and that's sort of what my training is about as well is, is sort of highly, you know, I, I try and pinpoint, you know, what, what is your, <laughs> what is your strengths? And then, um, you know, we sort of, we sort of tailor into that, but yeah, if, you know, to answer your question, Joe, I've, I've definitely got sort of leadership, um, and then a, a more, well, more well-rounded sort of sales arsenal. I've got from my jobs, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, something that just to pick up on a lot of it, a lot yeah. of your sort of biggest lessons you learn from previous experiences often 
kind of what not to do, right? So when you sort of that, um, that manager who, um, you know, maybe micromanage you a bit too much, you kind of like, right, that's actually <laughs> maybe not how to do it. They're, they're, the more, they're the things that tend to stick with you often, I don't know, from, from previous experience and all, you know, I found anyway. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's, that's, you hit the nail on the head, 100%. And you look at things, you think, oh, yeah, I probably wouldn't do it that way. But. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, mate, just, just, you know, going sort of full circle, you know, back to your mm. business a little bit. You know, yeah. the, your, the, the focus is entry-level salespeople. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's something that's it's so interesting because... Um, it's they're, they're you know individuals coming into the to the world of to work often you know maybe their first corporate job they mm-hmm. don't necessarily have the experience so a lot of people are, and companies are hiring um, they're looking for a certain sort of set of attributes and character mm-hmm. traits and th- those kind of things um, I know obviously your your training by the sound of things helps them with maybe some more tactical side of things but I know something mm-hmm. you're passionate about and keen to discuss is maybe the that that entry-level salesperson the the, mm. the character traits that they hold which allows them to potentially be successful in sales yeah what, what do you think and what do you believe the, those main uh, traits are yeah so look i would call it more as as we touched on this a little bit before i i, I pretty much give them the skills that they need to get a sale entry-level sales job right they can they can prospect they can close deals but the most important thing i teach them is two things when it comes to, I suppose you can say this would apply to any job or, or any level, but especially for somebody learning um, is uh, grit. So you need, you, you need grit, right? You need to have the mindset of, um, you know, you need to pick yourself up and, and sort of move on. You're going to be calling and calling and you're going to get no's and no's and no's. So I think from the, from the get go, you, I, I, I don't make it pretty. I, I, and, and this is why some people do drop out of my course because Sales isn't isn't for everybody. Yeah. There's some there's some there's some um, people that just that just can't do that, and that is that's completely okay. They're on their own path, right? Um, but grit is, is 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 one of them. Having a sort of a mindset of, you know, I can I, I, I can push through any sort of objection or any sort of issues that I have. Um, and the second one is curiosity. I think curiosity is probably one of the probably the biggest one. I would say is be curious. Be curious about why you know you get to a new job. Why do they have these sales processes? Oh, they have this because they're closing it out. So parts of the script, why, why are we saying this in the script? If you're getting no's from customers, if you're getting hung up, you know, maybe not hung up and you can't ask it, kind of somebody hangs up on you. But if you're getting no's from customers asking, you know, um, you know, what was the issue? Why, you know, why did, why did we get along with that meeting? You know, if, you, if you're getting training, asking why are you getting that training? I think when you start to question and, you, and you're curious about, um, you know, everything that you're doing in your, in your first role, you, you're going to learn it a lot quicker, right? Because it, it sort of sinks in a lot easier, I think as well. And, and the third thing as well is, um, which sort of ties onto that as well, is-